Welcome to Land Parties, episode number 60 from the Las Vegas Review Journal. I am your co-host, Ryan Smith, and with me, as always, my co-host, Lucas Egan. Lucas, how are you doing, my friend? I am doing well. I am kind of sad that I didn't really get to game that much. I was I was busy doing some running around and errands and, and chores and all that, but... Mm-hmm. It was good. It was relaxing. It was a nice weekend, so I snuck outside for a little bit, took my girlfriend to the Hello Kitty Cafe truck out here in Vegas, so that is always good to score some brownie points. How was your weekend? Yeah, it was good. It was pretty chill for me. I actually had to work on, uh, uh, what was it, Saturday, so I had about like a seven, eight hours shoot. Uh, and then Sunday, I don't know if you've ever shot before, it, t- it does a toll on your body. So Sunday literally was just me laying on the couch. We watched movies, had a TV day, didn't do much of anything. I didn't even have it in me to be able to play video games. That's how bad it was. Uh, so I didn't do anything. It was fantastic. Uh, but yeah, no, getting into it, there's a lot. Uh, going on this week in the world of not only gaming, but in life. This is actually uh, International Women's Month. Uh, the other day we had International Women's Day. So just a celebration of women in all fields, different industry. Obviously, this is gaming. So uh, I, I thought it was pretty cool. Xbox actually, uh, they're doing some different events and stuff like that to celebrate women in gaming, content creation, uh, things of that nature. Uh, just kind of going from this article here from Leanna Rupert. Um, I know that Minecraft is doing some stuff. They've got a Gears of Five uh, Women's History Month tournament that is uh, taking place. Minecraft Education uh, Edition is going to be doing a couple lessons. One is on women's equality. The other is on uh, women's rights to vote. So I, I love the fact that there's, you know, within the gaming world, um, you know, there, we're, we're getting people, people are recognizing recognizing that and, and holding events to be able to celebrate it as well. Uh, what, what are your thoughts, Lucas? Yeah, you know, clearly uh, women have had challenges, uh, especially in the gaming industry on a lot of different levels, whether you're streaming or trying to get into game development and, and on that side of things. So, you know, it really is important to mark their contributions. And, you know, as an industry, we just need to do better being, you know, welcoming to to everyone. And, Women are obviously a giant part of the gaming industry, both as players and for those who want to get on the creative side of things. And, you know, Ryan, we've seen it. We've been lucky enough to talk to a lot of amazing women on our show so far. And so we just see it, right? Everyone from Sandra to Jeremy to Jennifer and and Jen and, and everybody in between to the amazing work that the Thousand Dreams Fund is doing to kind of try and open those doors. So it's it's important. And... We see everybody, we see all of you, and we can't wait to see everybody grow and progress and see what they have in store for this industry. Yeah, and I love it too, like specifically on what Microsoft is doing. I know that they're also going to be helping to boost and amplify uh, two beneficial programs. Uh, One is being Girls Who Code and the other one being Girls, uh, Black Girls Rock. Uh, along with, you know, going in with uh, content creator creators, boosting them up on their uh, on their platforms and things like this. So I, I love any time again. You know, I, I feel like a lot of moves that Xbox has been making um, have really been resonating with the community. We know that women again, I think it was recently uh, it's official like. I think there's more um, women gamers than there are male gamers. So, you know what I mean? Like, yo, they're 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 here. They've been here. I, I love the fact that they're not only getting their voices on the content creation side, they're they're on the development side, on the business side of things. Um, again, I love the fact that there's you know we're getting more. Of the I mean, look at some of our games. We're getting a lot more uh, 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 women uh, uh, prota- protagonists. 
Mm-hmm. Um, they're not just damsels in distress and, and you know what I mean? Like stuff like that. That's not, you know, people can relate to it. It's something that, you know, again, my daughter, you know, she'll play these games and I know it means something to her. Uh, to be able to see somebody that that looks like her and and, you know, this and that be represented, uh, be represented in games. And I feel like the gaming industry as a whole is doing that more. It's opening up and and, you know, it's showing a lot of other sides and other people's stories, uh, not only in the games, but the development in the um the writing of the games on all aspects. So I, I love the fact that that they're celebrating. Here's to women. Nobody would be here without you. <laughs> exactly. And, you know, to to kind of harken back to an interview with Christina and Elaine from Latinx and Gaming, gamers mm-hmm. are a diverse group. So it's about time that the games that we make represent that diversity. So hopefully this is a pushes us in the right direction. Yeah, I, I agree. I agree. So I'm looking forward to seeing uh, all the all the events and some of the things that they have planned. I know there's a bunch. Of, I know Age of uh, Age of um- Empires. They have a tournament planned. Um, there was a, I, I think there was another tournament. I can't remember exactly what it was, but they've got a lot of events planned for it. So that's awesome. I know that uh, also on some of the content creation side uh, or platforms, they're also boosting and celebrating women as well. So yeah, uh, you know, good, good to good to celebrate. Happy Women's uh, Month! I I love it. So shifting gears, I wanted to touch on this very briefly. I think we talked about this a little bit when it was uh, announced, or maybe at some point in time. But uh, League of Legends Wild Rift officially has an uh, a beta open now, or not now? I'm sorry, it, it, the beta opens March 29th. For mobile only right now. So iOS, Android, you can go ahead on the 29th, download this. I think I'm going to pick it up, mm-hmm. uh, maybe give it a shot. Again, MOBAs aren't really my my deal, but uh, it might be something fun to do, especially on the mobile side of things. It will be, like I said, available for consoles as well. But uh, yeah, as far as this, for the most part, it seems like it's very closely based off of League of Legends. But uh, they said there's different maps and and I think there's a couple of mechanics that obviously with it being a mobile game that are different. But uh, yeah, I, you know, again, League of Legends has a huge community already. Can you imagine now they're going to be able to tap in to the mobile market too? come on, come yeah, on. It's going to be really interesting because, you know, League of Legends is that dominant esport game out there. And so I'm really intrigued to see how much of that mobile gaming market they can capture. You know, it's it's so huge. And it, it's funny to think that as big as League of Legends is, there's still so many people that may have heard of it, but have never really looked into it or have mm-hmm. been intimidated by League of Legends proper. So this could be uh, hopefully a little more accessible way for more people to discover that. And so, yeah, this is huge. This is huge. It, it, it's hopefully an important step into um, introducing esports to the masses beyond uh, core gamers out there. Yeah, I agree. I think it's gonna it, it'll it'll touch on a whole new base of people that may have. Because I know me personally, I'm intimidated or intimidated by. Because I I know I know that some of them lobbies can be super toxic, and it's like I don't need that in my life. I don't need that in my life. So maybe this experience would be a little better. I, I I feel like I'm more apt to try this out as opposed to hopping in on the PC and just getting demolished and people yelling at me. I ain't getting yelled at. Don't <laughs> yell at me in video games. I hate I, it. I'm the same way. Yeah, I always tell my friends, I just think I discovered League of Legends way too late that I don't... It's, it's too hard to catch up with how... Uh, intense some of the players can be so maybe this is a way to at least learn some basic strategies that you can translate off that's the other interesting thing is i wonder how much you can translate from the mobile game into mm-hmm. uh league proper right exactly it's kind of like it kind of reminds me of like overwatch going from ps4 to pc it doesn't seem like it would be a big difference but it is it was a huge step it was way more than i thought it's way faster 
Number one, uh, you know what I mean? Again, you're playing keyboard and mouse, so hitting things is a lot more precise. You have to, you, there, you get no auto aim. There's none of that PS4 assist. It is all you. So, you know, there, you know, I'm sure there's going to be differences, but I think it's fantastic. It's coming at the end of the month. Uh, it's open. I, I, you know, again, I think as long as you have an iOS or Android uh, device, you're able to go ahead and download it. So I'm going to download it. I'm going to try it out for sure. So uh, also tell us, tell us that last, uh, I know, I know you're excited about this one. Yeah. So, you know, it's been long rumored. We've talked about this on the show multiple times. It looks like a new Nintendo switch is real. Now Bloomberg reported that it will have a seven inch screen as opposed to a 6.2 inch on our regular switch now and the 5.5 inch on the Nintendo switch Lite, And it will be an OLED display instead of an LCD display still doing 720 resolution in handheld mode but with 4K resolution when you dock it on your TV. Mm. Now, I'm excited because Ryan, you know what would be perfect to launch this <laughs> in beautiful beautiful 4K resolution. <laughs> the I I'm super yes. pumped for this. Like it it, this feels like a needed move. The Switch is still so incredibly popular, but this is a step. I mean, Nintendo, we know, doesn't compete on the same competitions that the PS5 and Xbox Series X will, but this mm-hmm. at least closes the gap and kind of keeps them in the same neighborhood, kind of. Uh, mm-hmm. So that's important. What I am curious, though, is, like, is there a an actual performance boost like game wise. And if you think back on the 3DS, they did release a quote more par- powerful 3DS, but like almost no games took advantage of that. So, right. so it's going to be interesting to see if there's actual tangible differences or if it's just you get 4K and an OLED display instead. See, and that's what kind of where I'm at as well. It's like, it's great to have that stuff, but if there's no software that can complement it, that really can push that and make you feel. So this makes me think too, maybe this is future planning for them. Maybe they have plans to start upgrading. And and as far as, you know what I mean? There could be technology that they're building in already that we don't even know about. Um, that would t- would take advantage of that stuff. Because at this point, it doesn't seem like it's a necessary thing per se for them to step it up. They're still selling like hotcakes. Uh, you know what I mean? They're still super hard to find. So they're not lacking in that. So this, you know, to me says, hey, we're going to do this because there's actually, this is actually part of a, you know, a two-pronged approach or they've got multiple steps going on. So I, I think I, you know, if it, I, I am going to be a little disappointed if it is that route of, hey, now you could do 4K or this or that, but then there's nothing really planned to take advantage of it and there's no content for it. Or maybe they go aggressively and, you know, they're working on connecting with other uh, companies to bring some of these higher end games to uh, the Switch. I would love to see that and make it even more of a viable console. Uh, you know, it'll only increase the popularity the more games you're able to bring to that platform. Right. And, you know, it's it's interesting, too, because we've talked about in the past how consoles have kind of started to look more like phone upgrades. We have like Mm -hmm. that mid generation upgrade before, like a giant leap forward. If Mm -hmm. there's a console that seems to be set up to do that, it seems like it might be the switch because, it must be awfully hard for Nintendo to leave the Switch universe now, right? It's it's in such a sweet spot. So maybe yeah. they're trying to slowly upgrade people and and maybe that's like the the test case on whether a console can go through the quote phone upgrade cycle instead of like an entirely new generation because it seems I mean Nintendo does weird things, but it seems mm-hmm. hard to picture them ditching the Switch format now. It wouldn't make sense. It would. I mean, again, why it it is so relevant still to this day. There's absolutely no reason for them to have to build a new console for people. So it makes sense within this time, within the time frame. Okay, we're going to give you something that's going to be a little beefier. But again, that may be the case. But 
Is there going to be content that's going to be able to take advantage of those upgrades? That is the biggest thing that I would watch as far as with that. Yeah, so this is this is something that I'm intrigued by. I don't know that I'm gonna buy day one that this comes out. I just I just right. have to see. I just have to see the game start to take advantage of it. And also, Nintendo, it feels like they're gonna have to keep it a similar size with like smaller bezels because it would mm-hmm. be crazy for them to be like none of your old Joy Cons work. <laughs> that would be <laughs> on this terrible. New Switch. Like, don't do that, Nintendo. Please don't do that. Well, the other thing too is, are they going to address some of the issues that we have with the current Switch, like the drifting and stuff like that? I know people said it. I think somebody said that th- those have been addressed, but I still have issues with with some of mine. Maybe I don't know what the fix is. Yeah, that's been something that that I don't think they've ever fully fixed. Like it, it exists, unfortunately, which is one of the downsides to the Nintendo Switch Lite. Because like if you Mm -hmm. get a drift on one of your controllers on your Switch Lite, you just have to send in the entire unit. (laughs) Exactly. I would be so salty. Well, you know, the other thing, too, is that there's people reporting PS5 controllers doing that as well. I saw, uh, I didn't watch the video, but I saw something about uh, uh, somebody saying it's inevitable in all the controllers to happen. Now, I haven't tested that out yet, and I haven't played it enough to where I feel like it's at that point or it'll get to that point anytime soon. But that makes me nervous because there's nothing more infuriating than having a controller that's sitting there doing its own thing. I've got plenty of, I've got multiple PS4 controllers that do that already. (laughs) You know, you know, my biggest issue with the PS4 controllers are where the thumbsticks would get like super worn out and yes. like like that rubberized material would I would like lose like traction on it. Yeah. See, well, I had I had uh, like the uh, I had one in somebody's stream. Uh, actually, my friend uh, uh, Specs and Dari, they sent over this custom fitted like grip, and it had like the thumb things and everything. Dude, it was it was like a glove. It was like a glove. It was amazing. I was like, yeah. I was like, I didn't even know these things. Like, I had never used anything like that. So if you try look for something like that, it, it definitely gives you a a different experience as far as with the controller. And I'm a big, like how the controller feels in my hand plays a big part in, you know what I mean? Just the flow of the game. And you know what I mean? It's part of the experience uh, for me. And so many games are like dependent on your reaction time. So mm-hmm. <laughs> you need your controller to be acting right. Otherwise it's going to get really frustrating. Absolutely. Yeah, you know what? Let's take a quick break, guys, and we'll come back. We got some more Vidya game stuff. We're going to talk about some of the games that are expected to come out this year. Stick around, guys. Welcome back, everybody. And normally, this would be the time where we would get into an interview with our guest. Unfortunately, we had a little bit of a snafu out of our control, but we will have some more amazing interviews for you next week. <laughs> There's a story behind that we won't get into, but out of our control, right? Out of our head. True, so, true. I thought we'd have a little fun, and we compiled a list of games that are supposed to come out this year, but with no concrete date yet. Just 2021. So... Here we go. We're going to go through this and we're going to talk about whether we think these are actually going to make this year or if it's going to be delayed. So we're going to start with a couple of PlayStation games since we both love PlayStation so much. And we're going to start with Horizon Forbidden West. And okay. My thinking is of the two big giant PS5 games that we're all waiting for, this is the most likely to come this year. And I'm hopeful, I'm hopeful Well, it's their big fall slash winter game. Like it would not surprise me at all if they dropped this around the holidays in like November or December. But the lack of news on it worries me like i fully in that state of play i was fully expecting to see more of this game which we of course did not get so 
I'm going to be hopeful. Hopeful. I'm going to be optimistic. I think we do get this in November of this year. Yeah, no, I, I agree with you 100%. I think of all the games as far as from PlayStation, this is going to be the one that will get released this year. They've had, they've, no, they've been working on this for a while now. They've been working on it within the PlayStation 5 infrastructure. So I don't think any of that stuff is having an effect on it. I think PlayStation, again, like, like we're seeing with many other companies, are playing a little tighter to the chest. They're not getting people overly hyped up, not amping up people's um, expectations. When they're ready, I think they're going to be like, I think that's when they'll start hitting it hard. They'll get us all hyped up and maybe do like a, a smaller window as far as the hype up as, as opposed to the the big lead up and then, you know, possibly disappointing people waiting hey this thing is packaged ready to go i mean again too the other issue is that there's a lot of people that have not gotten their hands on a ps5 so you know what i mean that in itself is creating another issue but of all the games here i i definitely think that this one gets finished on time i'm keeping my fingers crossed i also think it's it's kind of important because if it's not this game Sony might be hurting for like a holiday season game to kind of push new systems if they're even available mm-hmm. this winter. So this is yeah, it's it's important that they have a giant game for the holidays. And yeah, it looks amazing and it deserves more recognition than it gets. Like the first game got overshadowed by Breath of the Wild. And you know, maybe mm-hmm. deservedly so, because Breath of the Wild was an amazing game, but it'll be nice to see more people embrace this game. Yeah, I, I mean, this game was amazing. I still need to go back and finish the DLC, but just the the world, the story, the graphics, everything about I'm excited to see it on PS5 with the upgraded graphics on a 4K TV. It's going to be absolutely stunning for people. The story of it is great. I'm excited to continue that story and see what happens next. I'm this is again one of my most anticipated for the year is is uh this game right here so and and uh she's such a great character and and lead in this world it's this is if you have not checked out these games i highly recommend going back playing the first one and then getting on the second one definitely worth it hundred percent so the second game on our list is another playstation game and should be on everybody's most anticipated list is God of War Ragnarok, a sequel to God of War from 2018. And this one would be even higher on my most anticipated list for the year. But I'm going to be honest, Ryan, I don't think this game's coming this year. I don't even think it makes logical sense for PlayStation, even if it was finished. Because if, if Horizon comes out this fall or winter, God of War mm-hmm. should come out next year. Early next year, hopefully, but I don't think you want to cannibalize each other's sales this year. Right. That's what I thought was weird, too, uh, with their original release schedule, with that it was supposed to be uh, Horizon, and then like a couple months later, this came out. And it was just like, oh, that's kind of, you know, but again, too, it could be what they've seen that people are more apt to spend money on multiple games, too. I don't know what their numbers look like as far as with that, but you would think that one would almost step on the toes of the other, but maybe uh, Forbidden West, you know, it's got like a two month span of just, you know, here's the game. People are able to dive deep in. And then right when it starts getting to the point where it's like, all right, I guess it's over. They're like, bam, God of War <laughs> coming at you live. I don't yeah. think it comes out until 2021. Or the, 2022, I'm sorry, we're in 2021. 2021. <laughs> the, only, the only way I think God of War comes out this year is if Horizon comes out way earlier than, than we're expecting. Like if Horizon mm. is like a September or an October game, then maybe I could see God of War sneaking in at the end of the year. But I just, I just don't see it. Yeah, and like you were saying, I'm, I'm definitely worried more about this game than than uh Horizon Zero. This one seemed to be not as far along maybe or at least I didn't get that impression that it's uh, along in development. 
like a uh, Horizon Zero Dawn. So I wouldn't I wouldn't be surprised if we didn't see this come out sometime in uh, in 2022 and them not rushing it again. I feel like PlayStation is playing things tight to the chest and they're not trying to over anticipate anything or anybody or get anybody all hyped up until they know they can deliver. So I think it's smart. I think it's smart of them. It is a smart move. Unfortunately, Sony fans like me still got overhyped for like the state of play. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, Sony. That is true. (laughs) This game is so good though. It's so good. (laughs) It really, you know, it's like, it is, you know, when it does come out, it is going to be like, I'm, I will be day one pre-order all that stuff. It's totally, totally worth it. Oh, hundred percent. So moving away from the PlayStation exclusives, the next game on our list is Lord of the Rings Gollum. Now, I almost feel like there's two separate conversations to have because I still don't know if I'm like super excited for this game. I'm interested Mm -hmm. and it has the potential to be really really good, but I'm just not sure that I'll love it still. Like, I don't know. I'm not like a huge Lord of the Ring fan as, as much, as much as a lot of people are. Not that I don't like the series. It's an amazing series, but we'll see as far as it coming out this year. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. My guess Has is it been no. delayed. What was that? Has it been delayed or like, when was it? Uh, has there been a date put on when it was originally like, when it's supposed to be released, or has it no. always just been like a coming sometime 2021? Yeah, as far as I know, it had only been coming 2021. Um, okay. So my guess would be no. Like, I, I just feel like I, f- I feel it in my gut that we'll see it maybe like spring of next year. Right. This is all like, I'm on the opposite end. I'm a complete Lord of the Ring nerd. I love it. I read all the books, uh, you know, the, the, the Hobbits as well, and uh, or The Hobbit as well. And um, this is one I'm actually really intrigued for. I don't know exactly what kind of game it's supposed to be per se. I'm just excited about the fact that, I mean, of all the characters within that universe, Gollum is such, he's one, one of the most interesting of, of any of the other characters. Just the dynamic of, of the creature, the multiple personality, you know, Gollum's uh, journey and Smeagol's journey to getting where, you know, to this point. Uh, I think this is a really interesting take on the Lord of the Rings and it's, it's got me, I mean, it's got like, this is one that I, I, I don't, you know, again, I don't know that I am kind of in the same boat with, with you. I don't think it'll be one that'll end up coming out this year, but again, I really haven't heard much about it. So, and I haven't really like been following along with the development. So I'm not even sure where they are with this, but this is one that, you know, I don't know. Like, like the cinematics have, have me very, very intrigued. Now I need to know what the gameplay is going to be. How's it going to play? What is it going to be all about? Are we going to interact with the actual story? Is this like a, a side story that they've developed and, and they're doing something different? Those are the questions I need uh, uh, answers to. Yeah, ex- exactly. And it's it always scares me when I when we don't see a lot of gameplay demos yet. Right. And it's still supposed to come out because I, maybe maybe this is Sony scarring me, but I still think back to like <laughs> all the previews of like Last of Us Part Two and the Final Fantasy mm-hmm. Seven remake that we saw in the years leading up to those releases. So like I'm mm-hmm. used to seeing that kind of stuff and still not being sure that the game was going to come out that year. Right. So when we don't get that, I'm always just like, eh. Yeah, and we're far enough into the year that I feel like we should be starting to see some of the stuff if it is going to come out this year. So hopefully, yeah. we'll see. Yeah, well, we'll and and I'm curious too to see what they have slated uh, for the summer as well. Again, things are kind of starting to open up. The vaccinations are going out and whatnot. So I think here in the next five to six months, the the climate will be very different as a whole. Again, I'm not saying everything's just going to be, ah, you know, the wild, wild west and whatnot, but I think it's going to be a very different environment that we're living in as opposed to today. So I, I think a lot of that stuff is going to determine 
on the release dates of some of these things because, you know, I think it's a very different experience from them on a development side to be able to have people into the office as opposed to some of the challenges that they're having uh, and they're finding as they're working remotely. So I, I think that's why there's a lot of uh, why it's so tight knit and, and just close to the chest as far as with that. But I mean, yeah, I, I would love to see that. Am I holding my breath that it's coming out? Nah, but it, that's one of those games that I'm excited for, but I'll forget about it until they start talking about it again. And I'm like, oh yeah, I remember that game. And then, you know what I mean? It's like, I, there's certain games I'm just like, cause I try not to get that overhype and like, cause then you're just in that perpetual state of, oh, I can't wait for this to come out. Nothing else is going to satisfy my video game hunger until this game comes out. So I try to just kind of like, you know, all right, I'll, I'll watch it, but I'm not going to watch it too closely. And a lot of times too, I don't, I'll end up like not looking at trailers and stuff like that. Cause I like to go into games fresh, kind of not really knowing what to expect in this day and age that we live in. Like there's so much information, you know, like you, you can go on YouTube and figure out how to beat a game before it even comes out. You know what I mean? Like, it's like, nah, that's not, I I want that fresh, you know, this is my first time experience with games. Yeah, no, that makes total sense. All Mm -hmm. right. Our next game on the list is probably my most anticipated Xbox title. No surprise to anybody, I guess, but Halo Infinite. Now, this was originally supposed to be a launch title for the Series X, got Mm -hmm. delayed after the, uh, uh, reveal from last year didn't go as planned shall we say (laughs) so (laughs) man ryan this better come this year but like the only way i i I see this not coming this year is it depends on like how much stuff they had to fix like if it was really really a lot maybe it won't come this year but oh come on come on they gotta give us this game this year the expectations are high and, and I think, you know, they realize it, but you got to think too. They've got to hit this on multiple facets. You've got a, uh, you know, rich storyline that you're coming from that, you know what I mean? So you've got this huge fans base. So you've got to deliver on the aspect. And then you've got the multiplayer aspect of, of it as well, which is, you know, just as popular. Um, you know, there's, I mean, there used to be montages of no snipe or, or, or <laughs> I mean, uh, no scope snipes and, you know, things like that. So you've got the this is a huge, huge. I'm again, I'm glad that they did do the do the, 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 the I can't say it, do the delay when they did it as opposed to trying to rush something out and having those failures, whether it comes out. I think they have to come out this year. Right. How much time do you need? What was wrong with it? Again, that's the thing that we don't know. We don't know how much was wrong with it, what issues they were having. I would like to think that they come out with this. Maybe they even be like, maybe holiday uh, of this year, they come out with this and drop it like it's hot. They get a fresh batch of uh, Xboxes back out there. Um, yeah, I, I, I think that they, I, I would think that there would be enough time to, you know, fix the issues. Now, if it takes more time than that, that to me tells me there's a lot more issues than what has been brought to light. And that would be something to be nervous about. I'm excited for this too, but I still need to work my way through the series. I'm still on, I'm still on, uh, on the first one. So, <laughs> you, know, you know, I'm working my way. I'm working my way. As a side quest- question, uh, the sci-fi wise guys on Twitter were, were we're going to ask us what our favorite Halo game is. So I'll answer. <laughs> I have Mine's just, the first one. <laughs> I just one I have played. such fond memories of Halo 2. And this might be nostalgia talking more than anything. But like it, it was like such a cool time to... Because Halo 2 pretty much helped launch Xbox Live. So like that mm-hmm. whole time period was just so cool to be a part of that. And I still think like the story did some interesting things in that series. So I would say Halo 2 and Ryan's might be whatever the most recent one he plays as he goes on. (laughs) I've only played the first one. I'll get back to you guys and let you know, though, as I make my way through it. I've been I've been super lazy. I haven't played it here in like a month. So I I am not going to lie. Like the one thing that bothers me is that you can't like zoom in. You can't like there's no scopes. 
or anything really for it. And I was just like, ah, give me like, ah, this feels weird. Uh, so that takes a little getting used to, but I like it. I mean, again, I know it's a solid series. And for me, it's more about getting through that storyline, playing through it and, and seeing. Because I do like that you can turn it on, like you can turn off the enhanced graphics and go to like the old school graphics. So I'll play around with that. And like sometimes it's beneficial having it on the older graphics. Like, oh, I can see that thing over there and I can't see it in the upgraded ones. So uh, it's a great series. I'm, I am excited for this. This should be dope. So very nice, very nice. I think you'll love the series as you go on even more. It's awesome. Uh, so to save on time here, real quick, Prince of Persia Sands of Time remake was supposed to come out this month originally, but has been delayed, quote, indefinitely. <laughs> Ryan, Ouch. yes or no, do you think it comes out this year? I mean, hold on. The la- So the last time that we heard that was with... Uh, what was it? Wasn't it Cyberpunk? Was it Cyberpunk that at one point in time it was delayed indefinitely? Oh, I don't know. I think so. It might have been. It was something more recent that came out last year, but then it was pretty quick that it went from indefinitely to, oh no, we're actually coming out this date. So I I don't I don't really I again I'm not really that familiar with this series. I know of it, but I've never played any of the Prince of Persia's. So I don't know, again, is this like a PC console game? Um, who's who's developing it? I believe, like, it's, I don't it's, know. I believe it's multi-platform. Okay. Do you know? Do you, uh, yeah, I don't know. Mm. Yeah. Not, yeah, this is, I'm, I'm looking, I'm like, man. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's always worrisome. So it was supposed to come out in the middle of this month got delayed right. a couple weeks ago quote indefinitely like i said that always that always is worrisome right because usually games yes. are like will delay it a couple weeks or a couple months indefinitely it uh, makes you antsy like like well, what not happened? only that but, but not only that but then they did it t- a couple weeks before it was supposed to come out right like that that in itself deserves side eyes like what hmm Yo. And now you can't. Did they put out any other information as to what the delay was about or what the delay uh, is? I didn't see that, so I don't know that mm. there's been like a deep dive in what they're working on necessarily. Uh, my hope, my hope would be that since it was supposed to come out so early, that we could still see it late in the year. Uh, mm-hmm. But indefinitely does not give me hope. So I would, I would. My head's telling me no. Yeah, that sounds like uh, something went horribly askew and they're not even they might just have to either walk away from it or maybe it's something they just have to take a step back and rework stuff and and they'll get back to you when when they know (laughs) that is disappointing for anybody uh, looking forward to it though so that you you hate to see it for sure it hurts more too when you get within like a month of release or a month and a half you're like man (laughs) like what do you mean what happened we were we were right there we were so close come on all right so moving on probably what was or maybe still is one of my most anticipated nintendo games breath of the wild 2 now okay (laughs) Ryan and everybody who listens to us knows that I'm trying to speak this game into existence this year. Facts. Here's here's where I'm going to put a little asterisk. Assuming <laughs> this new Nintendo Switch leak is real, I still believe they're going to launch Breath of the Wild 2 whenever they release this new hardware. So if this new hardware comes out this year, 100% we're getting Breath of the Wild 2 right alongside of it day one if this new hardware comes out next year i am not hopeful at all <laughs> mm-hmm. well and 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 this makes me wonder too with that leak do you think maybe that upgraded system is what's causing a delay in this game coming out Maybe they're having or trying to upgrade things in the game to meet the, the specs of this potential uh uh switch pro i mean that would make sense it would right if they're if they're gonna launch this day and date together it would make sense that Mm -hmm. you develop it together and make sure that they're that this is the game to show off this new system and what the new hardware can do that would that makes total sense yeah 
That uh, that makes me well, and we'll see too because again, th- this is only these are these are leaks that we've heard, so we still don't have any official news that a Switch Pro. Do we have it that is even a thing or or or? No, so this is not officially from Nintendo. So this was all all uh, originated from that Bloomberg report. Okay, okay. So I mean, again, it makes sense that they would, and I know it's been we've talked about it before too, uh, as far as something that they're gonna do. But I mean, I would think that it would be why not drop a bomb like that this year? Maybe uh, you know, maybe again. I, I think we could be sure that we're not gonna get a lot of lead time before the stuff is announced. Right. And I kind of feel like you know it's gonna hit us. They're gonna hit us with that one-two punch. And be like, blow, blow, we got all the things for you, Nintendo. Uh, <laughs> I could totally see them doing that. So I feel like anything's up in the air with Nintendo and 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 you just never know. You know, and this obviously being Zelda's anniversary year, you'd think, mm. you'd think that this is a given, a given. However, everybody thought we'd hear some Breath of the Wild news at that Nintendo Direct, which they so graciously got my hopes up and then said, no, we're not. <laughs> so <laughs> let me, no. okay, Nintendo, here's some free advice for you. <laughs> Bundle Breath of the Wild 2 with your new hardware. You will not be able to keep either in stock. <laughs> Like, they said we already can't keep things in that's stock. That's true. That's true. <laughs> but like, you want to stick it to Sony and Microsoft this holiday season? A Breath of the Wild bundle with your new hardware? Get out! Get out! Come on, you got my money. <laughs> Take my wallet, Nintendo. <laughs> All right. So for the final game that I'm going to bring up today is Gotham Knights, and I know that this is a game that we're both interested in and hyped about and mm. uh if nothing else for steven oyoung's sake i hope this game turns out really well i i hope this game meets it like it looks like what we wanted avengers to be and i know we've said that before so but i hope it makes it i hope it does and i hope it it has carves out its own time because we also know uh, that the Suicide Squad game is supposed to come out next year, so I don't want these two games oh. running into each other. I did not know that there was a Suicide Squad. Oh, no, no, they did announce that. I don't really remember looking at it, though, uh, very much at all. Yeah, the Suicide Squad game was more of a um, just a concept tone setter teaser. Uh, and mm-hmm. so with that game supposedly coming out in 2022, like you'd think they want to give Gotham Knights its own window and not have like the yeah. hype for that game um, taking over or anything like that. And so I'm going to say yes. I'm going to say <laughs> this would be a perfect fall game, hopefully, summer yeah. or fall. I think, well, you, you know, and then you all, we also have the uh, – Zack Snyder cut of of uh, Justice League coming out here. I want to say like in a month or so. Although some people, I don't know if you, I, I read somewhere that some people accidentally got like an hour of it uh, trying to watch the Tom and Jerry movie. <laughs> I was like, what a, who made that mistake and why can it have happened for me? Right? Right? Can you, can you imagine with this family sitting down to watch Tom and Jerry and then you see a Zack Snyder movie come on? <gasps> I would tell my daughter, you gotta go. You gotta go. We got, we got, we got, we got, I don't know what's happening, but we, we riding it out. We riding it out. It's time. Grandpa's in the living room going, this is not the same Tom and Jerry I remember. <laughs> like, I don't know what this is. <laughs> it has changed so much. No, you're right. I'm super excited about this game. This really feels like a, a co-op game, uh, again, in a superhero world. Uh, I, and I've said it before. I'm not a big, uh, I've always kind of had been confused by the storylines of DC. I'm excited to see what they do with this storyline. And I feel like this may be a good little place to, to pick up and kind of reintroduce myself back into the DC universe along with other things that they're coming, uh, both on the film side and then other games and stuff like that as well. So this is a, this is a game that I will definitely get. I mean, there's nothing better than being you get to be superheroes and you get to be superheroes with your friends. Come on. I'm for it. I'm all for it for sure. 
It's gotta be great. It's gotta be great. I yeah. you know, the only reason why I'm nervous about this game at all is unfortunately because of Avengers. <laughs> like Right. Like, so right. avoid those mistakes. And we're good. We're good. Yeah. Well, I, I think the difference here too is that they built this to be co-op as opposed to it feeling like co-op was a separate online feature in itself. Um, this feels like, hey, this was designed for a cooperative experience from the jump off. So, you know, this is definitely one that I'll continue watching, see how they, how they, cause I, I, I don't know if this is going to be live service or is it just going to be, hey, here's what you got. And then maybe they drop some DLCs or something like that later. But it's one that I definitely want to play, especially if it's a cooperative game. I'm, I'm all for it. Steven, you know, again, Simo was saying that the controllers feel good. He said the stuff feels and runs pretty smoothly. So that that right out the gate, I feel like is already a uh, positive. I can't wait. I hope hopefully there's like a demo or a beta or something that we're able to play at some point in time and and see how the controls feel. Yeah, definitely. You know, when Steven said they want to win awards with this game, hype level yeah. just already already increasing. Yep. What about our uh, what about our last game? Oh, that's right. We do have one more. All right. <laughs> yes. One a series that obviously lots of people love, myself included, Far Cry 6. And Ryan, I don't know how how big of a Far Cry fan you are, but never like, played a I never played a single one. I've never one? played any of them. Not a not single one. one. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm a terrible gamer. <laughs> I will say this. I love the Far Cry series mostly for their villains like this is one of those series uh-huh. that like the the people they cast as the bad guys are so deliciously fun and i think like i don't see a reason why far cry won't come out this year they're not usually i could be i hope i'm not horribly wrong on this i don't remember far cry being a series that historically delays a lot so mm-hmm. i would imagine this comes out this year it's ubisoft right it is yeah, yeah. I feel like, I, yeah, as far as with delays and things like that, I feel like Ubisoft is pretty solid. Uh, and like you're saying with the series, the series is, uh, you know, pretty notorious. And I've seen people, because I know that, and I've seen some of the other ones. For some reason, I've just never played any of these. I think I even own some of these. I've just never, just, just do different, like, subscriptions and things like that that I have. I, I'm pretty sure I have some of these games. Um, but I've never just really had the uh, desire or urge to go in. Maybe I need to go in and, and check it out because, I mean, again, this guy, that actor is one of, you know, he's a solid actor. The story seems pretty compelling. Um, he's a first-person shooter as well, right, I believe. So, yeah, I mean, FPS is, is right up my alley. Those are my type of games. So I don't have, I don't doubt at all that uh, I would enjoy this. I don't know. Now, is this a game that, like, you have to play the other games to understand what's happening? Or is each game, like, its own storyline? Yeah, so uh, almost every game is its own storyline. There was only two of them, I think, that connected at all. So you're, mm-hmm. you'll, you'll be fine. Oh, that's good to know. So maybe I will. Yeah, maybe I'll have to, to jump in. Um, but yeah, kind of like you said, I, I I feel like of all the games on the list, this is almost a guarantee coming out. I feel like I feel like they've been prepped, they've been prepared. I haven't really heard much about it lately, but again, this could be just a matter of look, we're gonna let it breathe a little bit, let it get a little closer to release time. Has there ever been a date attached to this uh, game as far as release? I don't believe so. Okay. Okay. So but, this is kind of just one that we're gonna have to sit and see when they start talking about it. Also, if we just cursed this game to be delayed, I'm sorry. Ah! <laughs> Knock on wood. Knock on wood. <laughs> no, no, no. All our predictions, we, we're gonna go six for six or whatever we have, however many games we have, we're gonna go perfect. We we just yes. predicted the future of gaming right here, right now. <laughs> And our work is done here. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean, regardless, and there's some that we don't even have on that. Like, I know Deathloop comes out next month, I believe. I'm super pumped about that. 
Uh, Outriders is coming out next month as well. I've been playing that demo. I don't again. If you're into uh, Outriders, kind of reminds me of like a Gears of War, Borderlands kind of mix FPS third person. Is it third person? I think it's third person shooter. You can't like jump. I can't remember if it's third person or first person. I think it might be. I, I, I don't know. I don't remember. It's one of two. The big thing that's intriguing about it, though, and, and it's and that is uh, an ARPG. Um, the big thing about it, though, that really got me was the fact that any progress you make in the demo carries over to the actual game. I have not seen that in a game. That's usually why I stay away from demos, or I'll play a demo once and be like, all right. You know, there we go. I'm not going to keep grinding something that I have to, again, grind again, you know, if I get the game. So I love the fact people are already, like, farming exotics and stuff like that. It's ridiculous. Um, But, yeah, that's going to be, like, that comes out next month. So there's some solid games on a docket that that are coming out that we know for sure. But we're definitely going to be keeping our eyes on these bigger ones, seeing more. And we should be getting, you know, as we get later on in the year, we should hopefully be getting more information and lockdown dates of when these things are coming out. Yep, yep. And hopefully they all live up to their potential because that will make for some very happy gamers and some very a very happy gaming universe. So hopefully nothing but the best for these games. Absolutely. All right, my friend, what do you got going on this weekend, Lucas? Well, my girlfriend's still on her Final Fantasy VII Remake grind, mm-hmm. uh, which... You know, like I said, with the DLC coming out this summer, this is our perfect time for us to kind of dive into it. And uh, she's a gamer that likes to take her time a lot more than me. So I'm actually enjoying kind of following along with her. And uh, I'm usually just so focused on trying to beat like the main storyline of a game because if I let myself get distracted... I'm done for like, I am just done. So it's nice to kind of take your time, see the world and, and see this, the world that they created uh, and be patient with it. What about yourself? Yeah, no, we're still grinding through little nightmares uh, as a family. Then I've got Spider-Man and destiny Two. reset week was uh, yesterday from, from uh, when we uh, dropped the podcast. So I'll be on that for sure. But other than that though, I, I, I'm, you know, I I think I'm just going to chill out a little bit, hang out with the family. I know we've been watching some movies and doing some things like that. So I've been trying to, as the weather is getting nicer, you know, start doing some of our spring cleaning, opening up the windows a little bit and stuff like that. So it should be chill. Regardless, though, we hope you guys have a fantastic rest of your week. Thank you so much for joining us again. Episode 60. 60, guys. That is amazing. Thank you guys so much for joining us again. Have a fantastic rest of your week. And you know what it is. We love your faces. Let's go.